Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, November third. First show in November. I just realized that today. Getting old. We're getting old. Yeah. I wonder how many episodes. I don't keep track. Do you count our episodes? No. We got to be coming up on some kind of anniversary. Yeah, about three years. <laughs> about five eleven. About five eleven. Yeah, we're we're coming up on three years. Um, actually, the South Carolina game was when we we didn't start it after the South Carolina game. That's when we just 2016 South Carolina game is when we decided to when yep. Matt broke his phone and we went on a Twitter rampage that night. Yep. We didn't call for Butch Jones job, but like we were ready for it. Yeah, the We didn't call for Butch Jones job. We were pretty late in it, which is I think we were fair, but we were like, yo, this is not cool. <laughs> yeah, and it was when did he get fired after the Missouri game? Yeah, in 17 or yeah, 17. So what was the game before that? Honestly, can't remember. I don't know. It was the game before that, and we we're just like, I think I'm we, done with him. I think we actually called pretty early on for him to get fired, but we were like, you can't really fire him now. Yeah, like I think after like the Georgia game in 17, I think we were like, he's not the guy. But like we were also, we still had Cade Mays, I think, and we still had some of those key guys in recruiting, and we're like, you just lose those guys, you fire him in October. Yeah, and then when you lost to South Carolina, it was like, all right, this dude effing sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, sorry, I, I didn't mean to bring us down, but happy times, yeah, we're about three years old, I guess the first game we really did was the Music City Bowl in what would have been 17, and it's victory time, balls win, you win, baby. We're on a win streak. <laughs> you, you need, you need a, enough hats. Oh, you want me to win streak? Do you have, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need enough hats where you can pile on one oh, okay. for each. You want a rally cap going on? Rally cap, yeah, I guess it'd be a rally okay. cap, yeah. Win streak hat, if you will. Yeah. So, like, you get another hat for each win. So you have to have at least 15 for that, you know, uh, eventual time that we go 15 and 0 and win the I got a couple playoffs. around. There you go. You do got a couple hats. <laughs> I wonder if me – I'll wear more hats than you, but I wonder if you have more than me or not. I doubt it. I I doubt it. There's no way. I have a lot of hats. You do have a lot of hats. Yeah. Um, You're a visor guy, too. Visor guy. Big visor guy. You know uh, who shouldn't be a visor guy? Dana Holkerson. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> see. I've I've got to get out of the visors. I'm getting getting too bald. But yeah, Dana <laughs> should be out of the visor game. Yeah, like hundred percent. When you have like a a a spot from where the visor ends up top to where your hair starts. Yeah, but and he's only it looks like he only has like six hair. And this is coming from someone who is thinning and bald. <laughs> so like I understand his problem. Fair. I'm not knocking the problem. <laughs> but you got to find solutions to the problem, not yeah. make the problem worse. Yeah, don't show it. Yeah. Don't like, invite people to see it, it on national like, television. Is it Stewie that has? No, Stewie has like three or four hairs. Is it <laughs> Hey Arnold that has just like a patch of like six yeah, hairs? Yeah. He looks like Hey Arnold, but thinner hair. Just like a patch right here. He wears that one hat. It looks terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Wait, no. Hey Arnold has the one bald spot where he puts the hat. Oh, and okay. then he has the hair going out. Okay. I yeah. guess it's Stewie I'm thinking of, but you get it. <laughs> you get it. He's balding. Right. Bad. Before we start the show... As a true football fan, you already know just as sure as the season change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get on get off the sidelines and get in the game with MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're gonna if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing. Bet the best at my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to win, bet a little to win a lot, try parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they come through, the rewards will be huge. 
Tired of watching the games from the, co- the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Best part is, if you join now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. Put in a thousand, they'll give you a thousand. That's double your initial deposit. You can use all your favorite picks. Only if you use your promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash today. Visit mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Go check them out. Go get some free money. Go do it. And if you listened to me yesterday, you might have won some money. I told you balls were going to cover. Good teams win. Great teams do what? Cover, baby. Cover. It's yeah. easy. Simple as that. I said the balls would cover. I think a lot of people doubted me. I mean, and it's fair. The reason, one of the main reasons I said they cover is it was a small spread, like 12, I think is what it finished yeah, out at. I think it was It was all thir- the way down to 13. 10. It was all the way down at 10 at one point. Yeah, I think it finished at 13. And um, I, I get why people were like kind of nervous about Georgia State, but the thing about losses like that, when you overlook the Georgia State, you're not going to overlook your next Chattanooga. Yeah. You're not overlooking anybody for the rest of the year. So I was pretty confident that, that the line was going to, you know, or sorry that we were going to cover because, like I said, you don't you don't overlook an opponent with after that. So last night was all about the defense. There's a lot of defense. It helped that um, Johnston had no idea what color jersey he was wearing. I mean, oh, he hit God. Bryce Thompson in the chest twice. Yeah, Bryce Thompson was wearing a UAB jersey. <laughs> yeah, he looked good in that UAB jersey too. He had did. a lot of catches. Yeah. Um, no, the defense looked good. Uh, I mean, dude, our defense has played phenomenal. Dude, are, Phenomenal. Do we have like a, a good SEC defense? Like, is it? Might be. It, about. <laughs> Damn near. I mean, really, when is when is the last time Tennessee's had just a stout defense like we have right now? And I'm I'm careful I mean, with probably, saying that, but the opponents we have left, right. I feel like I, I'm I'm for comfortable. Opponent, yeah, for I'm the opponents com- we have left, stout's, comfortable in saying that. Yeah, stout's probably a decent word. Uh, I mean, sixteen. That defense was good. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is this team is probably a, uh, you know, uh, obviously Derek Barnett's a special player, but Daryl Taylor's played really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, I think, 23 sacks through uh, nine games, eight games, nine games. Okay, we're through now. We're three and five. Four and five. Four and five. Yep. So nine games. 23 sacks through nine games. That's that's really good, especially for how we started out very slow. Yeah, did especially we have any seven. in like two, the first two weeks or something like that? It Surely was... we did against BYU. I, I don't know, though. Yeah. But Daryl Taylor's played a lot better. He's coming mm-hmm. around. He's no Derek Barnett. And the way you mentioned how guys like Derek Barnett um, were helped free people like Corey Vereen up. Not discrediting Corey Vereen. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was great for us in 16. <clears throat> but he probably doesn't make a lot of those impact plays if they aren't having to shade to, yeah. to Derek. And, and – you know, to Corey Vereen's credit, a lot of teams couldn't go and double up Derek Barnett because you had Corey Vereen. You know, you were losing something. I think that's why we're we're seeing Kevon Bennett play so well. Right, you're seeing because they're like, oh crap, Daryl Taylor's over here, but then Kevon Bennett's like, oh so yeah, if, yeah, and it's getting back to that same thing. You can't just shade because yeah. Kevon Bennett's played really well. You can't just shade, and it helped that you know you have that interior line. I mean, we do. We were just talking about um, Danny O'Brien. You saw a drop off in sixteen when when he left the team because mm-hmm. he did a lot in that interior line and, and took I'm up not, a lot of space. Yeah, I'm not you know I'm not willing to say he had a bunch of tackles for a loss or a bunch of sacks or anything like that. But if you watch those games, you saw the impact he made on the interior line, and that helped those guys out a lot. Vereen and, and Barnett. Uh, you see Daryl Middleton playing better. Um, he, he has played a lot. Yeah, yep. uh, it, it's helped. Aubrey Solomon played guys. well yeah. last night. Mm-hmm. And then the linebacker, the linebacking group is playing good mm-hmm. football. Yeah. Daniel Batuli just being a monster and a leader on the on the or on the 
defense and he's doing a lot and that helps free guys up too when when you have to worry about picking up blitzes or yep. climbing to the second level to make sure you get a block on it that helps a lot yeah and they're they're feeding off each other mm-hmm. when when one group is um succeeding the other group does it mm-hmm. and then the next group so you, you saw that last night the linebackers were making plays and the d line was making plays and that led to to interceptions with Bryce Thompson. There was another fumble recovery. So, we had four turnovers last night yep. against – I mean, UAB's offense looked pretty terrible. but Right. Which is surprising. I, I was a little – Well, forcing turnovers is huge because we right. haven't really done a ton of that. We've got we've gotten off the field. We've gotten stops. But we haven't gotten turnovers to give our right. offense the ball in, in good field position. Yeah, the turnovers definitely have been limited, and, and you're getting that out. I think, again, that gets around to you're getting more pressure on the quarterback. You're able yep. to make those plays. So, that's, that's big. Seven points in six quarters. Yeah, we, we've talked about the growth of this offensive line. I think you got to look at also the defensive line. Yeah. The growth of the defensive line is just is every bit as impressive as – when you look at the first of the year, every bit as impressive as the growth of the offensive line. And again, yep. not discrediting the offensive line. We know how how big their growth has been for the later success of this team. Um, I mean, if Jeremy Pruitt can go undefeated in November after the start we've had, get Bull Elge one go undefeated in November, that is better than I would have placed us after Georgia yeah. State. And I, I think I don't know exactly what I said on the show. I know we talked about it a lot. But my big thing for – I want to know if Jeremy Pruitt's got what it takes to be a head coach. Like, that Georgia State win can only do two things. One, it completely just demolishes your program and you just never bounce back from a win like that. Or you use it and you spin it and you're, it, it helps, you know, get you to different um, elevations, you know, in your program. And you're able to do different, different things. And I think they've done that. And I don't think it was – it obviously didn't happen overnight because you had the BYU loss. And what sucks about the BYU loss is it was one play. Yeah, one play beat you, mm-hmm. um, and that you know you had the game one and one play really got you, and that sucks. But you you saw a change in the BYU game. It was a even the BYU game was a different football team, and then you, they just keep getting better. They play tough opponents like you know Florida and Georgia. They one of those teams gonna be playing the SEC championship. Yeah. They, they <clears> both put themselves in good positions, unless they just completely fall apart. Yep. They're they're gonna be each one of those two are gonna be the East champions, um, East winners I guess they're not champions, but. Uh, and even those games, you know, you saw flashes against tough opponents. Uh, finally, you get an easier opponent in Mississippi State. You take advantage of it, get a great win. Go to Alabama. Same thing. Saw flashes. And we, we we knew what the outcome of Alabama would be. Like, let's just be honest. Yeah. Saw flashes. Take care of business against South Carolina. Handily take care of business against South Carolina. Can you keep doing the same? Yeah, you got to keep building on it. And, and you talked about the Georgia State game. I feel like that, you know, when we face other teams, those opponents kind of look down on us, right? Because we lost to Georgia State. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But then kinda, when we come out and hit them in the mouth, they're like, "Oh crap!" This team you, is like real. Definitely gives you a little bit of an edge when you know <coughs> when teams are able to kind of you, you've been only been favored in three games this year. Yeah, yeah, three games. Kentucky's favored, mm-hmm. which is crazy. The line would have been probably two and a half had it been a home game for us in our direction. Yeah, which is crazy, but I mean, eh, it's whatever. But yeah, you're gonna end up. You'll probably be favored against Vandy. I doubt you'll be favored against Missouri. I guess it's possible. They're trending down. We're trending up. If we can, if it continues. Who's, yeah, it depends on probably to, this week. Who they had play this week? Uh, I don't know. Missouri plays. I'll look that up. They, did they get? Did I write that down? Who did they get play this week? The Mississippi State whooped Arkansas. Who did they play? They didn't have a bot, did they? They do have a bot. No, 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 they don't. No, they don't. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see that one because you may only they end did up, have a buy. They did have a buy. Yeah, so you may only end up being favored in 
you know, three or four games this year. One of those you lost where you were a 28-point favorite, 30-point, one of those, um, which is pretty not great. But they yeah, have Georgia and then Florida. <clears throat> okay. Missouri does. Yeah. That's not a tough that, – that's not a fun yeah. ride to be a part of. Yeah, they might – oof. Yeah, Been there, done that. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> but yeah, the um, uh, oh god, I lost my train of thought there. But yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of help, like you said, that little like, underdog role. Mm-hmm. So that that's definitely a, a, a go in our direction. I guess let's look specifically at this UAB game real quick. There's really not much to break down about it. We played, went out, played football, but you you know you, you didn't need anything special. You just needed to go and execute the the stuff you do in fall camp, essentially. Yeah, and they did that. Obviously, you'd like to see more points scored. 30 to, 30 to 7, 23 point win on homecoming. Yeah, and UAB's defense was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they weren't terrible. Like, their their front seven was pretty solid. Right. Apparently, they were a college football playoff team before they played us. You know that? We, we, ruined, someone, we ruined someone's college football playoff hopes. <laughs> we're, um. I, listen, I think the UCF thing is absurd. Them, like, trying to. Obviously, if you start scheduling tougher opponents, we can talk. But I think it's absurd. If it like, but how can you not look at UCF and look at if you can't look at those and go, oh, those are two completely totally different situations? Then you are a moron. Yeah, and I'm all for crushing dreams. So yeah, we're just no, yeah. if, we're, if we're just beating people like that, like I say, schedule UCF just because we can crush their yeah. soul. Apparently, too, we did it in our terrible stadium. Oh yeah, so bad. Which is like really funny to me. I guess uh, first off, I'm a big fan of the troughs. Keep the troughs. Keep the draw. I'm not. I'm not happy that basketball has these nice bathrooms. I don't go to a sporting event to use a bathroom in a comfortable place. I know good and well if I want to poop, I better do it before I go in England. Yeah. I think I'd rather. This is a tough call. Maybe not. I think I'd rather poop. I'm just gonna say it. Poop in a porter potty at G10 than in England. No. <laughs> no. Let's do a fan at, at least. Where would you at least poop? that poop goes somewhere. Fair. Those bathrooms are nasty though. Oh, they are. Yeah, and they're. Toilet paper is like paper thin. They, they save money on toilet paper. They don't get the expensive no. crap. When I went to Alabama sick last year, I was like, you know, 24-hour stomach bug. I mm-hmm. took toilet paper with me because I knew I'd have to poop at some point. Oh, smart. Yeah. Nice. So I took toilet paper with me. What if they That would like, have been funny if they patted me down like, what is this? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> gonna have to go you can't bring your toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You know you know how number two goes, guy. Like, you're with me. Yeah, if there's a guy, he would be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, don't put that in your clear bag. Yeah. No. I put it in my back pocket. We are good. Something might be in it. Yeah. I, I don't understand that, though. Who goes to a football game and is like, I don't think I've ever been to a stadium, even like a high school stadium, and left them in like, dude, those bathrooms and those, those, uh, what are they called? Oh, my gosh. The concourses were just terrible. You, it's, just, it's, it's, oh, my, forget it. It's expected. Yeah. I, I mean, not even, like, it's not even expected. It's like, I'm going to a football game. Unless it's like falling down on me, I don't care. Yeah. I kind of like walking through the creepy ones, especially at night games. Those cold night games, kind of like walk, walking through like the tight, oh, something. Just, it. Yeah, use it and get out. It's a bathroom. It, it's yeah. it's literally a shit house. I've never been in the women's bathroom, and this was a woman complaining. So, I don't know. Do they have troughs. I, I hope. Nice. <laughs> um, they, everybody needs to experience the awkwardness and greatness of a trough. Yeah, it's weird. Like it, it's it's big enough for three people, but you don't want to be that middle guy. You only do three if the bathroom's crowded. Yeah, you don't want to be that middle guy. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Right. Yeah, everyone needs to experience a trough once in their life. Yeah, I, I mean, I get Neyland has its faults, but as far as a stadium's concerned, it's the greatest stadium ever. Oh, absolute cathedral. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Um, yeah, but whatever. That lady was very mad at me, and that's fine. I trolled her. I, I get it. 
She, was, I got her. I got her to go private on Twitter. It was pretty cold last night, and I wouldn't be in that mean. Really? Was it that cold? I may put gloves on. I mean, it wouldn't. It's cold was as it, Friday night. I was about to say. It, I thought, but it, it, it was. It was pretty chilly. Yeah, Friday night was pretty cold. And, yeah. I feel like it, it kept a lot of people out. Yeah, the game. I think a lot of people left early too due to that. So. Yep, for sure. Um, but yeah, offense. I feel like it struggled a little bit again. I, I don't think it was. You know, we just needed to get in and get out. We we right. didn't want to get injuries. We didn't have explosive plays like we did against South Carolina. I don't know if that was just lack of, you know, quarterback play or lack of the offensive line. I think it was just – Both didn't play well. Right. I think it was like – you talked about did – we, did we talk about this? The com- Like getting in grooves. Mm-hmm. And we threw the ball around to a lot of different people, which that this is the game to do it. When yeah. you look at our running stats, we don't – we didn't run it how we have been for like a South Carolina, Mississippi State, or Alabama opponent. Like Ty Chandler had 16 carries. Jordan had six. Gray had eight. And then you had some other guys that had a few here and there. Like, no one besides Todd Chandler, but he had 85 rushing yards and a touchdown. So, those that guy was able to get in a groove. But outside of him, like, well, who, he, who really had the chance to get in the groove? Well, even him, he had two, like, big runs. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it wasn't just, like, five yards, five yards, right. five yards. Like, I feel like we've been doing, you know, four or five yards. Um, and then you get the occasional one or, or no gain or stuff like that. But last night it was, like, big chunk plays, and it was, like, Two yards, yeah, one yard. I think that's just due to the, getting the ball in different hands and nobody yeah. really having the chance to get really comfortable with it. Well, I feel like we're not that healthy up front. Mm-hmm. You know, Darnell Wright didn't play. Um, Wanya Morris struggled last night. Um, and then you're, you're switching quarterbacks out. Right. Again, that, that's, that's what got you beat against Georgia State. Now, this game was in hand, so it was fine. You know, what, Georgia State, what, we didn't play any. We played Garantano, and that was it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, every other position you right. just threw in different right. guys yeah, yeah, at different yeah. No, times. For sure, yeah. For sure. um, but yeah, right. so I don't know if that was just because is Brian Mauer still not healthy, or you just wanted to keep him out? I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm gonna guess he's not 100, percent or like he's like maybe just 100 percent now. Mm-hmm. And didn't really want. We figured Garantano played great against South Carolina. We figured he could win this game. I thought I was surprised. We saw him, not necessarily because I think Shrout should have started, which I guess he technically did. Not because I think Shrout should have necessarily played over him. I just thought with his injured hand, you roll Shrout out there because I think Shrout could have also won the game. I'm not – Garantano played okay. You know, I'm not knocking him for, for last night's game. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, if you saw me on Twitter arguing with somebody earlier, it was not about last night's game. It was just about him as a quarterback in general. But he played fine. We won the game, 30-7. He had, a what, a touchdown – Interception, 160-something yards. 147. 147 13 yards. for 21. Yeah, that's not a bad night. I mean, no. You, it, it's hard to pick apart a game when you won 30 to 7. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, and it should have been 30 to nothing. Right. Actually, this. it probably could have been like 45 to nothing. Right. We should have scored like two more touchdowns, but we yeah. didn't. I hate when you give up a, a shutout right at the end. That's, I yeah, man. I mean, we had J.J. Peterson in. Yeah. He barely gets reps in practice. J.J. Peterson played? Yeah. He had like two – Two or three tackles. He's yeah, a lot. he's a lot. <laughs> he's on campus. He's on campus. Somebody's in his uniform. Yeah. I don't know if it's him or not, but somebody <laughs> is in his uniform. Um, and then, dude, you had an absolute to get to thirty though. You had an absolute dong punch. Oh, baby. From my, dude, I did not think it was good for my seats because it was going. It was going the other way. I was like, mm-hmm. nope, got it. I shouldn't have doubted him. I'm sorry for doubting you, Smagley. This is a public apology. Um, C Mag. Yeah. This is a public apology because that was a dong punch. Dude, it was. Incredible kick. Yeah. In the cold, 
Dude, he's a he's a weapon. Yeah. I mean, like physically and in the game. You hate to like kick a field goal against UAB, but when you do, like from fifty three yards, you're like when it's someone like Smagley, you're like, all right, cool, 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 cool. screw it, yeah. We need points. Yeah, you gotta you gotta score to win. Yep. Um. Yeah, but I, like you said, it's hard to pick apart a game like that, especially when you have guys like Bryce Thompson who has three interceptions on in one game. That's the most by any vol since Deion Grant. Deion Grant, yeah, yeah. He did it against. An SEC. Was it Auburn? He did it against an SEC opponent. Uh, I can't remember. It was that one he, he picked it on the first play. I think it was that game, right? So that, I don't remember. I, I think it, I guess it was Florida that he had that one-handed grab mm-hmm. that they – our corner and Deion Grant were both beat. Yeah. And he makes an incredible catch. Mm-hmm. God, I miss those kind of, I miss those kind of players. He's the first one to do it in the in the same half since like, in like the 80s. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't even realize that. So, old Bryce Thompson. Yeah, people wanted him off the team. <laughs> I mean, John's gonna John. John's gonna John. <laughs> um, do you have anything else about this game specifically? Yeah. So, what about the SEC officials? Just oh my god, just not calling targeting on Trey Smith. Yeah, let's have a guy just it's, dive at our best player's head. It's not about safety. Let's be honest. It's yeah. not about player safety. No, nope. it was about player safety. It'd get called way more often. Yep. Way more often. Yeah, I mean, I, I wrote some, I wrote down some things that we need to do um, as a football team just going forward. And no, number one for me is we have to be better in the red zone. Yep. Like, you you have a weapon with some aglia, but you need more touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you don't like kicking field goals. You don't. You shouldn't. Nobody on that team, even some aglia, should not. He should be wanting to kick extra points. Yeah. Um, we, we, we need more points, especially when we're in the red zone. Yep. What about the green zone? What is the green zone? I know NFL is trying to make it something. Or the NFL Network is trying to make it something. What is it? I have no clue. I don't either. I love that Jeremy Pruitt calls it the red area. He doesn't even call it a zone. It's zone. just the red area. I like that. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I feel like to do that, to to be better in the red zone, you know, you're, you're not throwing the football well. You're not getting very good quarterback play at all in the red zone. You know, last night we had a interception. Yep. Garantano threw it off his back foot. Which is QB rule number Not one? Him. No. <laughs> um, so Jared Pruitt said QB rule number one is don't throw it across your body or don't throw it across the field, back across the field, back across your body. That was basically the same thing, pretty much, because it was. <laughs> That's why Stroud got pulled out. It was a bad throw. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get that. So, did Stroud come back in after that? After that interception, Stroud. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't think. I don't he think did. he did. Yeah, but I mean, Stroud makes a dumb throw. But it wasn't picked. Right. JG throws a dumb throw in the end zone and it's picked and doesn't come out. I mean, I get – if you look at it black and white, just look at who – you know, by age, I yeah. understand why Shroud has a shorter leash. But we've seen him play. But should you, though, as a as a freshman? No, 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 I'm saying, like, if you just look at the roster and go, okay, he's a senior, he's a redshirt junior, he's a freshman. Like, you, you would think the freshman would be on the shorter leash is what I mean. But when you look at their bodies of work – I would think Garantano would be on a short leash now. Yeah, that, that's that's, that, what that's my thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, when you look at it black and white, I would definitely say the freshman. Well, just looking at that, I'd say the freshman's on the shorter leash. Well, I think of it a little differently than you. I, I think of it as okay, a freshman. You know, he throws across his body. It's a bad throw. You coach him up. He doesn't do it again. But but if a senior does it, he knows not to freaking do that. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. Um, my I guess my counterpoint to that would be 
yeah, you you think the freshman doesn't make it makes it coach him up, get him. You think the senior probably responds better from that mistake. You would assume, right? Yeah. You, you know, oh, that's that's true. You think? Yeah, he's I mean, not, you can look at it like, both ways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I would think that senior's going to go back in there. That four year guy is going to go back in there, and he he's not going to make that mistake again. He knows he can't. Or the freshman hadn't played a lot. You don't know what does he freak and make you know does he see something mm-hmm. that freaks out makes that throw again? I don't know. But yeah, definitely both ways. One guy like like you said, that's why I think Garant. I mean, so I'm with you in terms of I've seen Garantano play a lot. And I know he's gonna make that mistake again. He's on a shorter leash for me, but yeah, I, yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. So I mean, I think we said it last week how we think Brian Maurer is the obvious starter. Mm-hmm. I guess he wasn't healthy last night, or just didn't want to play him. I don't. I don't really know. I feel like this his injury is a little bit different than like a, a you know he's he's not just working on like a tight hamstring. Yeah, it's, like it's a, weird. He he's got a head injury that like it's one of those like if he gets hit hard again, he's probably out again. So yeah, you, and then you think like, yeah, if he if he takes a hit against UAB and he's out for Kentucky, you're like crap. But if you rest him this week and have him for Kentucky, at least you have him for some time in Kentucky, right? For sure. I think he's a starter against Kentucky. I guess we yeah, don't know. But I, do I think he is. I do too. But you know, going back to be better in the red zone, I, I think you go more of, you know, when you get down there, you go more of Jawan Jennings at quarterback. I, I, I mean, hate th- it. there was there was zero doubt. I think we tweeted today. That there was zero doubt that he was going to score on that play. Oh, like you could, I mean, he had to quiet the crowd down because yeah. like you could feel it. Just nobody was like cheering. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, when he first came in, there was some cheering, but then there was just the buzz around. Like yeah. everyone was ready, like knew what was coming. Yep. Yeah, I definitely think right now, with um, again, I don't think our offensive line is playing poorly, but even against South Carolina, the defenses are able to kind of key in on the run there, and, and it's not super successful. And even Juwan Jennings are able to key in for the run, but we, you've got. Jet sweep option. You still go to it can be a quarterback running back run. You have different options. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think go to, go to some more Jawan Jennings. I like that. That's a good point. I like that point. Yeah, and, and then just even if if you do have a normal quarterback back there, get it to Jawan Jennings. <laughs> I mean, it. that's when you need a play, he's going to be the one to make it for you. Yep. And I want to see him get a thousand yards because we haven't had a thousand yards since. Lucas Taylor. What is he now? Just like two fifty short ish, two fifty ish. Yeah, he's around seven hundred something. Yeah, so he's yeah. got he's got to have a couple big games here. Yeah, I, I expect if it's if it's not rainy, uh, I expect Kentucky. You're gonna have a good chance. That secondary. We'll get we'll talk about it more on Wednesday. But that secondary is pretty weak. I expect, and he's got you know Vandy Missouri who haven't been up to par quite yet. So he's yeah. got a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and my next thing is just get healthy. I mean, with with Mauer, the whole team. You know, we've kind of gone through a. We went through that gauntlet, had a bye week, and now it's we're, we're getting kind of where we need another one. Yeah. And that's after Kentucky, so hopefully we're able to make Kentucky. I feel like this week was good because I don't think there was a ton of just crazy injuries. Right. I don't remember any anything yeah. like no standing out to me. Um, yeah, getting healthy is going to be really, really important because we talked about how big it'll be to go undefeated in November. And healthy is the first, first part of that. Is there anything scarier than Trey Smith with a cowboy hat during the ball wall? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> awesome. I loved it. Um, wonder if that's going to be a new thing. I, I'm not hating. I, yeah. I, I dig it. I need our quarter. Did our quarterbacks wear black yesterday? Obviously, I don't think JG ever has, but Shroud and Mauer for the ball walk. I don't know. No. I don't know. I love the black suit, though. I think that should be a thing. Quarterbacks have to wear all black now. Yeah, maybe Maurer should just uh, carry around some money too, like he did in that picture. <laughs> yeah. No, don't. We don't want the NCAA. all black suit and uh, and some money. I'll just say this: I want my players getting taken care of, but I don't want the NCAA to know my players are getting taken care of. Okay, that's yeah, all that's... I need to say. Yeah, that's it. You uh, don't want them to know we're dropping bags. 
Exactly. Gotcha. Um, question. We had a question yeah. regarding, I guess, the season, the game. I had the season. Lion's going to pull that up for Let us. Let me pull that up. So, Ethan Dixon at Ballsboy2002 said, Which is more surprising? Juwan having more catches and yards than Callaway, Palmer, and Chandler combined? Or Theo Jackson having more tackles than Batuli? Um, so, I'll read the stats. So, Juwan Jennings has 47 catches for 722 yards, and the rest of them combined had 44 receptions for 624 yards. Theo Jackson has 45 tackles. Daniel Petulli has 41. I think more surprising would probably be Theo Jackson, in my opinion. But if you look at Batuli not being healthy for yeah. the first part of the season, but we didn't even think Theo Jackson was going to start. Right. I mean, that's they're both really surprised. It's not so much surprising. We talked about it. I think we both agreed Jawan would have the most targets, right? Is that what yeah, we said? Yeah, and we thought Callaway would have the most yards. yards. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so we kind of expected part of that one. But every all of them, all the rest of them combined, that's a crazy stat that Juwan Jennings. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at inconsistent quarterback play, you know, you that just shows how much they're targeting Juwan Jennings, no matter mm-hmm. who's in. They're, they're going to try to Yeah, get and they, they put him in the slot a lot, and that's, you know, it's a lot easier to get it to that slot guy. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when guys are playing press coverage. And we haven't really thrown – we haven't thrown the deep ball well. Like, mm-hmm. as far as just, like, sideline just to go around. And that's Callaway's ball. Right. So. Yeah, so we haven't thrown that very much. Um, but we need when you need a play, you go to Juwan Jennings. It's yeah. as simple as that. What what position does Theo Jackson, like, actually play? Is he is he that star nickel no, guy? He's a he's a safety. See, I don't hate that stat because if you're safety, he's got the most tackled on the team. It's a lot of guys getting to the third level. Yes, but he hasn't been. He didn't start last week. I don't know if he's injured or not. But or he didn't start last night. Jalen McCullough started, so he's played well. Yeah, we talked about him after the South Carolina. Should game. have had a pick at the end. But he, he's played well. Jumped a little. Been very pleased with him. Very pleased. Uh, yeah, they're both crazy stats. I don't know which one's more crazy. I guess I'm gonna go with Jawan Jennings having because just because for the fact that it's all of Palmer. Yeah, Callaway, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the other name he threw in there? Ty Chandler. And, Todd Chandler, come on. That's, yeah. that's crazy stuff. I mean, I think what's crazy is the fact that we haven't really utilized the running backs at all in the passing game, except for the swing pass, um, yeah, which is – Yeah, if that's your only option, just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah, team. nope. Don't want any part of that anymore. Absolutely. Um, we only got we got a, only got one voicemail this week, and it was before the game. But, hey, stats fine with us. Call it. It's a great voicemail. It got me going good on Monday. I'll let you guys hear it. I'll bump you up. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, it's your biggest fan here. I just wanted to call in and say that it's a beautiful day for football, beautiful day for tailgating, and an even more beautiful day for a Vols win. Go Vols. All right, Lana wasn't plugged up for that, but uh, so I'll tell him. Sorry, forgot to do that. Um, she, It was Cassidy called in and said, okay. beautiful day for football. She... Um, she self-proclaimed she's our biggest fan, so I'll, oh, give, I'll give her the title. Okay, yeah, it's pretty. And um, I think she's the only one to say that. So yeah, she has the title. Right, it's undisputed. Undisputed until somebody <laughs> else gets it. Um, somebody else challenges her for it. But beautiful yeah. day for football. Beautiful day for tailgating. She was absolutely right. Had a great day. Tennessee won. Can't ever complain when that happens. Um, ended up being a gorgeous day for tailgating. Kind of regretted not doing it because the morning was beautiful. 
uh, at the same time, had a good time going, hanging out with other people that they do their own tailgates. So we rarely get to hang out with them. So that was nice. Um, yeah. So we got to. Had a nice bowl of chili. A couple bowls of chili. I, you had, I had a couple, a couple bowls. bowls. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I found out. I thought about it. I didn't eat until 630 tonight and had not eaten. I had some like chips today. Had not eaten since noon. But there, yeah. So if you're oh wondering gosh. why, yeah. You fasting? I going on a cleanse. How much weight I lost. Yeah, <laughs> you should have weighed. I, I forgot. Dang it. Um, no, I did not plan on it, and yeah, I did not feel good this afternoon. Um, so I'm sorry. Where do you want to talk about recruiting right now? Yeah, let's go. Oh, for let's it. do it. <clears throat> so recruiting news. I had some guys visit this week. Um, had a big guy visit this week, and that's five star tight end Darnell Washington from Las Vegas, Nevada. Six seven and a half, two hundred sixty one pounds, and fast. It's a big dude. Yeah, and he, and can, he can catch the football. football. Yeah, he catches the football. Pretty insane. Um, yeah, he it's. I think it was his third visit this year. Um, that he's visited the Vols, and we're supposed to get an official visit in December. In December, I think he's supposed to announce at the All American game um, where he's going to school. It looks like Georgia and Bama are kind of the ones on him especially with Eric Gilbert choosing LSU. Both of them kind of want to lock down that top tight end. And, but Tennessee then in the mix. Um, anytime you have Brian Niedermeyer on your staff, you have a chance. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, so that, that's kind of where we're at. Hopefully we're able to lock down him on that official visit. Um, so we'll see. I mean, him just being on camp, him deciding to come to Tennessee this weekend when other games were going on, it wasn't a big weekend um, mm-hmm. in terms of the game, but it was – you know, he wanted to come in. I'm sure he got a lot of FaceTime with Jim Chaney. And yeah, they had a picture of him and Jim Chaney and Justin Hunter Yeah, talking all three yeah. together. So, we'll see where that goes. Um, he's probably Tennessee's top um, prospect that we have right now is that number 11 player in the country. And then some official visits. You had R.J. Adams. He's a four-star offensive guard. Um, and then three-star offensive guard, Kyrie Miller. Some other guys you had inside linebacker Desmond Tisdall. Um, you know he, he's a four star. I think Tennessee's really making a point to make him a priority in this class. You know you want to add some inside linebacker depth. You really don't have much. No. I mean you have a walk on and JJ Peterson kind of coming in after Crouch and Toto Toto and Patuli. Yeah, that's that's one of those positions we talked about. We're addressing needs. We gotta kind of address them a little bit more though too. Mm-hmm. So. And then you had three star athlete D Beckwith. Um, Defensive end, Simeon Barrow Jr., he's a Michigan State commit. And then ton, tons of guys in the 2021 class. All four stars. Hudson Wolf is a tight end. Tight end, Jake uh, Bringenstool. I think I said that right. Um, off, offensive tackle, Terrence Ferguson. Um, offensive tackle, Eli Sutton. And running back, Cody Brown. A lot of those guys, I think Hudson Wolf, Bringenstool, and Sutton, I think are all in-state guys. So, you know, this year we talked about the in-state talent. I think next year is going to be, you know, we talked with Matt Ray last week, mm. and he said the in-state talent for 2021 class is also doing good. Um, four-star defensive end Jay Hardy out of Macaulay in Chattanooga will make his decision on Wednesday. Um, he took his official visit for the South Carolina game, and then he was at Auburn this weekend. Hopefully we're able to hold off Auburn um, – and lock him down. He's already getting crystal balls toward Tennessee and friends with a bunch of commits that Tennessee already has. So I think that's 
it's good that we're able to get him on campus multiple times, mm-hmm. and then hopefully we we will see on Wednesday where he's where he's decided. But if I had to guess, I'd say Tennessee. Um, one thing I, I did want to mention, you know, Tennessee wants to add a running back in this class. You know, why not? Right, like across the street over here, you look at uh, you know my thoughts, Elijah Young. You know my thoughts. Especially I'm just with, saying, especially with the way Missouri's trending right now. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk of. It's but, fan talk. It's not administration, but yeah, talking about you know Cannon Barry Odom. Yeah, I think you at least go give him your best pitch. Send Niedermeyer over there on lunch one day. And I just, I just don't understand. Like, I know he wants to play running back, but I think Tennessee has a need at running back right now. And there's some holes that you know I see on Saturdays that some of our running backs don't hit. That I'm like, he's he might be gone. Right. If Elijah Young hits that hole, I mean, I there are two plays at South Carolina. I think. If Elijah Young was on the field at running back, he gets to the edge. And in college, he probably doesn't go untouched on the edge, but he's got a good chance of making a guy miss. Yeah, and him just dominating the game. Mm-hmm. I think he had 1,600 yards rushing before the game on, on Friday and, like, 26 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Powell did a good job containing him. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I can tell you this right now. If I'm Powell, I would not want to see South Louisville again. It's no. really easy to respond from a game like that. Yeah, they had nine in the box. Yeah. So, nine people had to play pretty much one guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I, if I'm Tennessee, I'm giving him a second look. Yeah. I mean, I think they want him to play um, slot receiver, but he's not a slot receiver. He's a running back. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if I've actually said this on the show. I've said it to you and multiple people. I'm not saying – if this if this is a dude across the country, we're not talking about it. He's committed to Missouri, been committed for, to Missouri for a long time. I'm not talking about it. That's, that's money that you could be allocating somewhere else for a guy that's probably not going to come here. Yeah. He is – seven-ish miles away from your office? It, it costs you recruiting hours? Nothing else? If, if Tennessee wants to throw me a, like a $25 gift card to Walmart, I'll go right over there and recruit the crap out of them. <laughs> it should, you got, I, hey, be careful, Phil Former. You got to pass that test. You got to oh, pass some recruiting tests. I'll pass the recruiting test. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'll do my best. How about that? I'll, all I got to do is cross a fence and, and walk a couple feet to the yeah. the doors of South Louis main campus and – be in his ear about Tennessee. That. I mean, I can't say enough good things about Elijah Young, and I'm not even talking about as a football player. Yeah. And you want guys like that on your team. Honestly, regardless of – obviously, you want them to be good football players too. But you want guys on like that on your team that they just – they pick up the they, they pick up the mentality around the, the program. Uh, yeah. They it, lift it up so much. Yeah, it would be one thing if he was just like a troublemaker and, you know, things like that. But, like, all the accolades and stuff he gets, like, he's he's earned that and it couldn't happen to a better kid. Yeah. No, for sure. Again, wouldn't be talking about a guy like this across the country. It's in your backyard, prove it. Niedermeyer, Chaney, drop over on lunch one day. I mean, what does it His hurt? His head coach is a VFL. What What does it hurt? Yeah. yeah. I just – I don't know. I mean, some people said, well, is he going to take stuff like carries from Eric Gray? I'm like – who cares? Who wins? Yeah. If, I, mean, yeah. I, I, just, I just want the better guy. If, I don't if care. If he's who good does. enough to be taking carries away from Eric Gray, he's probably going to do good things too. Yeah, you're good. Because, I mean, Eric Gray can't carry the ball 40 times a game. No. So, yeah. Um, Moving into, let's let's talk about some basketball real quick because Saturday, I guess, Tennessee got that final decision from the NCAA. Um, at first, Uros Plavsic was denied eligibility. They appealed it. And I think from what I can gain from or gather from Philip Homer's words, they had a really good feeling about the appeal, and he got denied the appeal too. Yeah, I think it's straight up just horseshit. 
I mean, I want to agree with you. I, when you look at the facts that we know, um, yeah, you. But like, if the NCAA believes it's the right decision, why don't you release all the facts about it? Because like, you, what we see, yeah, it's an easy decision. Uh, that that's that's how I feel. If you are really in for for the for the players, yeah. If this is your whole thing is, you know, we're for the players, blah, blah, blah. We're getting these kids eligible. You tell me Plopsis doesn't have a better, re- or I wouldn't call it a resume, better appeal than Justin Fields or Tate Martell. I mean, look at the guys, the kid that went to like Virginia Tech, whose mom was sick. Yeah. Denied that one. Or Iowa, or something like that. Or Illinois, Illinois, Illinois I think. Illinois. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Or, and you yeah. deny that one. I don't know everything with Avino. Is that you say her name? Westbrook, the former Lady Vol, now at UConn. I don't, I don't know hers either. So I, I can't comment on. It. I've, I've seen some people say that it should be, uh, she should be eligible. I, I don't know anything about it. I, yeah. I don't care. I, the little bit I know about the NCAA's eligibility process is bull crap. And then you look at how it affects, you know, the Tennessee basketball team, and it's going to be tough. We are going to be missing him this year. Yeah, and we we, we play in what it was three days from yesterday, so we play in two days now. Yeah, and. We just now hear that he's denied. Yeah, like I mean, make up your dis- like if you're gonna do it, don't do it this close to. Right, it should have already been taken care of. Right, but I'll I'll read what exactly Philip Former said. Um, so he said Uros Plavsic was denied clearance to compete with our men's basketball program this season, and our appeal of that decision also was denied. We are extremely disappointed. Disappointed, quite frankly, stunned in this outcome and feel strongly that very compelling facts support clearance for immediate eligibility. We are at a loss as to how this decision aligns with the mission of prioritizing the well-being of student-athletes, and we are struggling to provide an explanation to a deserving young man who stands to lose a year of eligibility. We will stand by Uros and support him in every way possible as we exhaust all options in advocating for his competitive opportunity. I do want to clarify one thing here, which it, it, I could be taking it the wrong way. He does still have four years of eligibility. Yeah. Right. So like he can play four years after this season. So he doesn't lose lose a year of eligibility. Yes. I, I thought. I mean, I thought because if if that's not the case, then I'm really right. going to be. Upset. I would. The only thing I think could affect that is a red shirt. But at the same time, you see guys transfer. You know, like they they still have that year of eligibility. They just have to sit out a year. It, it doesn't cost them eligibility. Yeah. Like, he still has four more years, so. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope. I think that's the case. I don't, I don't know. I hope. Because if not, that's that's crappy. Right. Oh, that's, I mean. Yeah. But from what we know, went to Hamilton Heights from Serbia um, in Chattanooga. And stayed with the host family or like a. Yeah. Like, it's it wasn't, he didn't like, it wasn't like a boarding school. No. He was with a family. Yeah. And so, he, he goes to Arizona State. Red shirts, so he sits out a whole year of college basketball. Comes here closer to his the, the coach who recruited him also got fired. I was not aware of that until yeah. yesterday. Yeah, so that that happened as well. And I think I don't remember how he got here, but somebody, maybe his, maybe a guy that recruited him at Arizona State or helped recruit him. Was on staff at Tennessee. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the whole. I think Tom. I was talking to Tom, uh, the SID, and he was telling us exactly how it was. But I don't remember. But there's some kind of connection between of gotcha. why he chose Tennessee. So he he comes back to Tennessee closer, a lot closer to his you know U.S. family, and right. is denied. So he has to sit another year of college basketball out. 
Yeah. No, Two years of college basketball, he's missed out. That's crap. It's definitely a crappy situation. And, and you talked about it yesterday. You said if he redshirted at a D1 school and he transfers, it shouldn't matter. Right. Like, you should be – if you didn't play a whole year. I don't remember saying that, but shit, I'm smart as hell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree, though. Like, it's – I mean, when you look at everything surrounding it, I, I think – which maybe it's different because I was an assistant coach, the guy that got fired. But, I mean, especially head coaches, I feel like if your head coach leaves, you should be allowed one transfer. Yeah. I mean, because you're not – there's some guys – I was telling somebody because we were talking about the Jimmy Holmes article. I don't want to get started. I'll get all heated up. <laughs> but, you know, like, there's guys like – you can't give credit to Butch Jones. Like, Jawan Jennings was coming to Tennessee no matter what. Yeah. Like, a big pile of stinking poop, steaming poop, whatever, could have been our coach, which he was at the time, <laughs> and he would have came to UT. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a Tennessee guy. Yeah, you, you look at a lot – I mean, Todd Chandler's from Tennessee – Nigel Warrior, Dell Carter went here. He was yeah. coming to Tennessee regardless, too. Yeah, there were guys that were just – but, for, sorry, I, I get to my point of 99% of the guys are playing for a coach, not a school. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that fall in love with the school while they're here. Mm-hmm. But they came here because of a coach. Yeah. Because I'm not – you know, it's not like I think – Or the staff. Yeah. Yeah, the staff I think a lot of yeah. people have this, like, you know, wrong impression. Like, if you allow one free transfer that people would abuse that, I think you would have, like – 10 group of guys that, that would transfer when the coach, when a coach left mm-hmm. and you could even make it a rule. Like only, you know, they can't go to the school. The coach goes to, or they can't, you know, cause obviously that would, would not be right. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess there'd be some kinks to work out for sure. Cause that'd be tough for coaches coming into the job, <laughs> excuse me, coming into the job, maybe make it a rule. Like they have to interview with the new head coach before they can make that decision or something. And maybe coaches would abuse that and tell guys they have to leave. I don't, I don't know. It just seems crazy to me that, Athletes get stuck in these situations all the time that they didn't choose. Yeah. So, it is what it is. I mean, it it sucks for the kids as well. That's what what I mean. I mean, he's practiced all year hoping he gets it. Yeah. And then to get bad news like that right before the season starts, I mean, that's kind of crazy. Especially when you felt good about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, from all the facts we have now, we don't know all that. But from all the facts that me and you have kind of put together, it seems like he had a – Pretty solid case. Yeah, a better case than – Anybody. I he probably had it. a better case than Aubrey Solomon from what I can gather. Yeah. No, Aubrey, Aubrey got eligible. Yeah. Oh, weird. I don't weird. understand it. But, I, you know, if he was a high-profile quarterback, he would have got Easy. Five-star quarterbacks? Yeah, he would have got it easily. Got it. Yep. Absolutely. You um, got to be on QB1 to get a uh, – Exactly. Exactly. That's a connection Immediate eligibility. So, I mean, someone's right. Lawyer up. The NCAA doesn't want to deal with lawyers. Lawyer up, you'll be Yep, eligible. money. It's, it's, all, it's all about money. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Um, I, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, NCAA is just crazy to me because it's the schools that make it up. So it's the, it's other schools essentially, when you look at the grand scheme of things, because all the schools have a part in controlling at some level. Like they have a say in what goes on. And oh, I just feel like... The, no know. doubt it's the Big Ten. It, it blows my mind. <laughs> it, blows, it blows my mind and just like, obviously they don't have, schools don't have a say in the outcome of, of a specific... Uh, eligibility problems, but like in the grand scheme of things, like it's the schools, the athletic directors, the presidents that have a hand in making up these rules and regulations that they follow. But none of them are f- school friendly and athlete friendly. It just doesn't make sense. It, it's stupid. Yep, I'm not a fan. Um, on a happier note, I have some great friends to tell you all about at eight six five axe throwing. It's a one of a kind experience. It's perfect for date night, birthdays, anniversaries, Friday or friends night out, Friday nights as well. Um, Wedding parties, corporate team event buildings, 865 Axe Throwing, where locals hang out. 
They're the first axe throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have a friendly and knowledgeable axe coaches that can teach anyone, even Landon, how to throw confidently and safely. It's decently safe when Landon throws. <laughs> Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown. Their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega jenga, or just hang out by the fire. They are family-friendly, farm, fun. It's a great time. Go check them out at 865 Axe Throwing. Website coming soon. You can find them on Facebook and Twitter, though, at 865 Axe Throwing. Um, go check them out. Really appreciate um, them partnering with us. I'm excited to go out and throw some axes. I've always wanted to do it. Yeah. I haven't. We're going to do it soon. Yeah. And Did a check-in. That you, oh, <laughs> How could I forget? At check-in. Save some money, too. Yeah, I get $5 off uh, when you use the promo code. Tell them more important issues. And you got you got there and got a deal there. Yep. So, $5. Yeah, absolutely. Um, go check them out, 865 axe We're definitely, I guess the bye week is going to be our first available chance to get out there. Because right now, yeah, South Little Football's playing in the playoffs, baby. Playoffs. 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 <laughs> Uh, so gonna, yeah, Tennessee might so be going to the playoffs. Maybe uh, somebody said we're the best five loss team in the country. Easy, <laughs> easy. Like, oh, we're we're easily the best five five loss team. Yeah, uh, five loss team in the country. Um, yeah, I guess we won't be able to get out there till the bye week though. I expect South Dakota to be playing well into December this year. I guess it's the first week of December, but mm. I expect to be in Cookville, baby. See you there. <laughs> See you there. Um, doing a little college football recap. Not as good of a week as I thought it'd be. Next week's the week. Next week is the week for sure. Um, we'll be in Lexington. It'll be fun. If you're going to be in Lexington, hang out. I'm thinking maybe let's try to set up, um, I'm thinking let's try to set up like a, a takeover, like a bar takeover. Ooh, yeah. Like, like everybody organize and just get all orange in a bar. Okay. Yeah, let's do you that. You guys in? Everybody let's in? do that. Everybody go to a bar. Well, we'll look, if, if anybody's, I've only been to Lexington once. What's um, like, is, is there one that's just called like... Kentucky Blue Bar. <laughs> like, I would love that. Cat's Bar or something. Let's take that over. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do some research. If you guys know of any places to go, um, let us know as well. And we'll we'll do it. I say let's set it up. We'll have a good group with us. Somebody else was talking about having another <clears> big group. So that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's like 20 people right there. Yeah. So, we're, we'll, we'll get, we got the ball rolling. Yeah. So, you guys just help us out. Help us take over the bar. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Get take over the bar. Get all Tennis, the orange in there. Tennessee... Takeover. Yeah. Little balls takeover. Um, the the premier game of this week, the world's largest cocktail party, Georgia 24, Florida 17. I still hate that, dude. It, I, I'm with you. It kills me. I'm with, I would like to go to that game because it does look like a fun game day atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But, yeah, I'm with you. But like, it's we, crap. We talked about how it needs to be done, though. Yeah. Every 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 two, three years. Um, and then I talked about this, number 11. I didn't look at the new rankings, by the way. Did you? I think they're pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Um, number 11, Auburn 20, Ole Miss 14. Is Auburn just like the, they're not a bad football team. Don't mishear me when I say this, but are they just the most like meh team ever? Like they're going to play everyone within like 10 points. Everyone, Ole Miss, Alabama, doesn't matter. They're going to play you within 10 points. Yep. They're just meh. Like I've never watched their game, but it can't be fun to watch judging by these. I think they're, they're very defensive heavy. Right. It definitely shows. Yep. Um, did you watch the video? I They're playing you? like the Big Ten right now. Yeah. The the video of the Auburn guy coming. Oh, out. yeah. You did watch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was hilarious. I just love uh, Rich Rod's reaction where he's just like, like you know, it's just one of those days you're like, a guy that was not even ready to like, probably the helmet probably wasn't even completely strapped up. That makes that play. Like, yeah. Can't do anything about it. But yeah, that cracked me up. Um, 
Then we've got, I wrote down the Memphis score, man. Barn burner. Uh, number 24, Memphis, 54, SMU. Number 15, SMU, excuse me, 48. What about Memphis bringing the party to Bill Street and killed it? Did you, I don't know if you like, kept up with it at all. Did you see any of that stuff going on? Yeah, I watched I watched quite a bit of it. Like the the game day? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they just did a phenomenal, like, shout out to Memphis for real. Like, that was incredible. It, it, it reminded me of the NFL draft in Nashville, of how many people were on that street. I was about to say, yeah, no, it was it was amazing. I was about to say, man, Tennessee, like the state of Tennessee, just does a phenomenal job with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when college game day comes to UT, like same kind of atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, a couple of years ago, was it Al, Al Roker, as I say his name, brought, um, did the world's like largest, that was Al Roker that did that, right? The world's largest like human-formed thing, human oh, power yeah, tea and like, tea, yeah. I mean, you, t- the state of Tennessee just does stuff right like that. Like you mentioned the NFL draft in Nashville. They just do stuff right when it comes, you know, yeah. comes to that kind of thing. So yeah, that Auburn or Auburn Memphis on Bill Street just did a phenomenal job. And then they won. They took care of business. Absolutely. Um, another math team. They might be more on the bad end of math, but Notre Dame twenty one, Virginia Tech twenty. Did it finish fun? Like, was it like a good finish? Yeah, they uh, they had a seven yard touchdown with twenty nine seconds okay. left. Gotcha. Um, to win it. And then Kansas State. What about them? I know they played Kansas, but 38 to 10 coming off probably the biggest win in program history. Yeah. They're rolling. They're number 22. Moving on up. What's their record? I forgot you. Six and two. Wow. That's actually. Do they have a say in the. Do they have a say in the. A chance to in the Big 12 title game? Get there? I would think. I think so too. Look it up real quick. Uh, Let's see here. Miami. I'll have this one written down. Miami 27, FSU 10. Because that was the nail in Willie Taggart's coffin. What about it, dude? Does Butch Jones get that job? God, no. You don't think so? There's no way. No way? He's a rug- He's a Big Ten coach. Hey, I don't know if Kansas a State... A crappy will- Big Ten. Yeah. I don't think Kansas State will get there. Because Oklahoma's a one-loss team. And Baylor's undefeated in conference play. Yeah, probably not. So they're not getting there. Sorry, buds. They're, um... Well, I mean, I get... Who's Oklahoma left? Who knows? Um... And then I wrote down, just because, you know, for our curiosity, Mississippi State, 54, Arkansas, 24. I didn't write them down. Yeah, I did. South Carolina, 24, Vandy, 7. I, I just like to see those games because I think it really kind of tells us where we're at as a program. Um, obviously, that South Carolina score. Dude, Vandy's like, terrible. <laughs> yeah, that score isn't super notable, but, like, they took care of business. Um, then the Mississippi State just absolutely laying one on Arkansas. Oh, uh, Oklahoma has Baylor left. So, it's if Baylor can win that, then, then Kansas, Kansas State, State they have went to win out. out. Yeah, and they have a, no yeah, they have a chance. They have a chance to go. That'd be funny to see Oklahoma not even make it. So is it just the top two? Oh, uh, the Big Twelve. Yeah, they don't have like conferences. Okay. Or, yeah. Uh, not divisions. Divisions. Yeah. yeah. As far as I can tell, yeah, they don't. They don't. Uh, Dude, pretty... What about Oregon laying it to USC? What was Dude, that final? When is Clay Helton going to get fired? I thought he'd get canned today. I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. Very surprised. But yeah, Willie Taggart, you know, we were talking about recruiting earlier. Tennessee needs a pass rusher, obviously a running back. I'd say go get their recruits. Cam Akers. Can we get him? Where's he from? Uh I think he might be from I was thinking either Georgia or like South. I can't remember. Do we have a save to get him eligible immediately? It probably wouldn't work in our favor. Probably so. not. Oh, hey, Aubrey Solomon worked in our favor. That one surprised me. He's from Clinton, Mississippi. Oh, okay. Mississippi boy. It's closer. It's closer to home. 
But yeah, I'm talking about their like commits that they have. Yeah, yeah. you know, Morgan no. Joseph. He, he's a guy that's been on campus. He's he's he camped this summer. Um, so he's a guy we can kind of go after as an edge rusher. Running backs, I don't really know kind of who their running back commits are right this second. But yeah, definitely. If I'm, if I'm Tennessee, I'm knocking on South Dole's door first. Right. And then if not, then we'll go knock on. You definitely need to be poaching uh, those guys right now. Yep. Uh, I didn't write anything down. You got any other games you want to mention? Talk about real quick. Uh, no, I'm good. I mean, it, it next week. Next week will be fun. We'll talk about yeah. that more on Wednesday, but next week will be fun. It'll be fun we take over that bar in Lexington. Yeah, whatever too. bar it's it is. Fun. Like I said, if you have any ideas, let's I'm know. excited. You just got me pumped, dude. <laughs> I thought about that last night. I was like, it's going to be lit. Well, L-I-T we'll lit. Yeah, we'll put it on Twitter and Reddit. Um, I think, I want to say, there's a bar that I feel like most people, I could be totally wrong about this. Who's the guy, where's Matt Jones set up? Uh, yeah, exactly. We'll go see him. But I feel like they did that for Rupp this year. I could be wrong when we went to Rupp. I'm going to find out where Matt Jones is, and we're going to go there and take over that bar. It's going to be lit. Matt Jones, he's going to have a cow. Oh, he'll lose his mind. He'll probably ask for us to be like kicked off the team and thrown in jail. <laughs> you know we don't play for the team. I don't care. Come on. Um, God, I hope we win. Right. We also have some more friends to tell you guys about. I'm telling you, get cleaned up. Get cleaned get up. Get cleaned up with Manscaped. They can help you out. Like I said, we got our kit last week. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best men's, like, toiletry kit I've ever got. It's, it's awesome. great. And the bag's great, too. That's that's probably my favorite part. That, yeah, like, that, that's when you know, like, you have a good product. When you have a great bag that it comes with, you're like, oh, man, this is this is legit. It's a nice little leather toiletry bag, and it is, it's spacious, too. Yeah. It's got plenty of room. So, a smart man once told me that the warmest part of your body is your nuts. With that comes heat. With heat comes smell. And Manscaped is here to help. They have the crop preserver to keep your two low hangers fresh throughout the day. They also have the lawnmower 2.0 that is low made hangers. with... Low hangers. How old do you think they... How old do they think I am? <laughs> that low hanging. Um, that is made with skin-safe technology, so no more worrying about snags and scratches when you're trimming the hedges. Get 20% off right now with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. Trust me, your balls will thank you. I used the ball deodorant Saturday. Great. Fantastic. Guys, I'm telling you, for game day, especially like, how long were we out? What, noon to, I, was, I didn't get home to like midnight. So I was out for almost 12 yeah. hours. Yeah, I was, we Later uh, midnight, I guess. went to Waffle House. There was no seats available, so we went to exactly. IHOP. And about 30 minutes we were waiting, we are kind of like. Pe- you should have used, you should have used ball deodorant and taken ball deodorant with you, because I know the people in Waffle House didn't use it. No, definitely not. And. Well, they're not using my ball deodorant. It's not like rub on. You're good. No, I wouldn't let them use. Oh, well, just take some with you. Then, <laughs> I'm telling you, ball deodorant though was the best. I didn't chafe. I didn't. I, I smelled great. Felt great. Yeah, great. But get your own. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, you get ball deodorant. Use it, especially on game days. Yeah, um, yeah that's when you need it. No, 100. percent It was it, and, fantastic. Yeah, put it on on our way to Lexington. Yeah, on our way. We'll all do it at the same time. <laughs> just. That'll be fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go, go to Manscaped, guys. Twenty percent off, free shipping. That is seriously, that is a phenomenal deal. Get it now, um, before it's too late. Get in on that because it's great. Check out all of our sponsors. Um, Commercial Bank. You gotta do that ad read, Landon. I do have to do that. You gotta do that ad read. Check them out though. All we got some great sponsors: Commercial Bank, Manscaped, My Bookie, A Six Five Axe Throwing. Um, great friends of the show. Appreciate them, and uh, yeah, definitely check. All of them have great products uh, for for their respective businesses. Yeah, and so Commercial Bank, 
is your neighborhood bank, and they ha- are a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Go check out Commercial Bank, guys. Great people. You know, love having them uh, sponsor the show. And I've actually been by there. It's, it's a really nice place. It is. And so you should go check them out. Yeah, check out Commercial Bank. Like I said, great people, great great stuff. And uh, really appreciate them. Segments. Segments. Most, Most important, important of the week. What you got for me? Um, My first one is Juan Soto for the Nationals. It was his 21st birthday. And you know how he celebrated. How do you celebrate? Winning a World Series title. Mm. Imagine that. That would be... Like that that's how you that's how you start drinking. Right. <laughs> Sipping on champagne. Cuz you're celebrating. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd yeah. be so much fun. Thought that was really cool. Right. Uh my first one, the Tennessee track and field. I'm assuming this is indoor. Um Lady Vols take fourth at the SEC Championships. Was their highest f- finish in conference since 2009. That's awesome. I love seeing all of our programs just d- do really well. Um really cool because our track programs have had some great individual people through the last couple of years to see a team finish fourth. That's awesome. Yeah. Go Vols. Go Vols, baby. Go Vols. That's all I got for most important. I'll, I have a lot Did we of mention, is it Jan Gomez? Did we mention? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did not. We did not. Gomes. Gomes? Yeah. I accidentally, like the autocorrect said Gomez, but it's Gomes. G-O-M-E-S. Yeah, I just saw the name. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, former, former ball. ball. And Tony, uh, Tony Vitello was at the World Series. He's friends with uh, Church. Is it yeah, Max Scherzer. Yeah, he. So uh, how, I didn't know about that friendship. Do you, do you know? The so he recruited Max Scherzer at Missouri. Okay. Um, and helped him with his. He kind of changed up his delivery and stuff, and then Scherzer becomes one of the best pitchers in baseball. And so yeah, Vitello got to go to the World Series and celebrate with him. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. No, definitely. Um, don't think I mentioned this yet. Ben Simmons choking out Carl Anthony Towns. And Ben Simmons, I did not think guys that big could scrap, but that boy can scrap. Who, Ben Simmons <laughs> yeah. or, or Embiid? Or, yeah, it was Ben Simmons, right, that got in a fight with No, it was Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. Ben Simmons broke it up and put Carl Anthony Towns in a headlock. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but both, well, yeah, Embiid can scrap. Sorry, I got that the other way. Around. And that man got up smiling. That man's like, hilarious. So Ben Simmons, that's where I got confused because Ben Simmons made Carl Anthony Towns tap out. Yeah, he was tapping out. Yeah, that's funny. Tap. Yeah, it was Embiid. You're right. I was. Yeah. Um, do I have any more most importance? Oh, did you see uh, North Texas QB do his presser in one of those blow up dinosaur costumes? <laughs> yeah. And like the other two dudes are just sitting there, and I can't. Somebody said one dude's trying to hold it together. He just looks like he's like this is normal. Like, he's just like <laughs> this guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Is that Dude, all you got for most important? I, this is, I guess it's most important. What about Lee Greenwood, man? Just bringing it last night. I love me some Lee Greenwood. Who's that? The God Bless the USA guy. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Saying it halftime. He brought it. And, and then, the band, dude. The band. I love the band. B A N D band, band, band. And then Garth, baby. Oh, Garth. That's my favorite tradition, I think. Yeah. It's not true. I guess we made a tradition. 
See, that's what Bush Jones needed to understand. Traditions aren't like they're rarely rarely stick around if they're forced. Mm-hmm. It's when they like come as a group thing. I don't know. Like Checker Nealon didn't feel super forced to me, and you know everybody was like, "Oh, that's really cool. Let's do it." And then it caught on. Um, now it's becoming forced when everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we need we need to do it for this yeah, game, this game, yeah, this game." Exactly. No, let's let's. Let it let it let it out a little bit. Like the Garth yeah. Brooks though, they played it just because he was playing in Neyland. Everyone did it, and like yeah. everyone loved it. I hope they do it after Garth gets done playing, like after November eighteenth or whatever. Yeah, it is because I think it's. I mean, it's it's obviously become a crowd thing. Georgia brought the phone light. Now that's a thing, which I find funny. It's just yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah. I'd way rather have Garth in a phone light. Well, I'm saying like everyone's. Did you notice everyone lights them up during that song? The phone lights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but, it's now a thing because. But of yeah, Georgia. like their their thing is like just light up the phone. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, I'm trying to think of some Lame. other traditions. I just remember Butch Jones just try to always get us to do this on fourth down. Like, I'm not doing that. And the first down, like one side of the stadium would yell Rocky, and the other side would yell top or something like, stupid like that. I was like, that that's just not gonna work. Yeah, like it's it's very rare. Like and like the so like checkerboards, a tradition in in college football that everyone knows who the che- orange and white checkerboards are. Like that was just. Kind of just came about, you know, I believe it was Neil that said, you know, run towards the checkerboards or whatever, and then put them on the field, and, like the fans love it and just buy into it. It wasn't like something like, we're going to sell everything checkerboards and hope people catch on. No, it was just something that happened. Yep. Traditions are better not forced. Yep. My fail of the week is every tradition Butch Jones tried to start. They're down for what? I'll give him that one, but I don't think he really did. I think that was a bunch of the players that wanted that one. I could be wrong, but. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I enjoyed yeah. that. That was fun. Uh, yeah. You got fellow week? I do. So, uh, the NFL. Mm. Um, free agent running back Alex Collins will reportedly receive a three-game suspension from the NFL. He is a free agent, so he's not playing. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like, hey, um, we're going to ask you to stay home today. Right. Uh, I don't work here. <laughs> so... I thought you were going to – you brought up the NFL one. I thought you were going to bring up the um, – I think they gave it unnecessary roughness was the final thing. But he didn't even – I think it was this morning. Didn't touch Deshaun Watson. So, yeah, Kalias Campbell. Yep, that was another one of my fails. They said he he did helmet-to-helmet helmet contact. Yeah, did not even, touch, even him. touch him. Didn't even touch him. So, I assume they reversed that. No, it was upheld. Oh, my – What? Like it was, it was, it was a penalty. Like it, oh, it wasn't targeting, so it yeah, didn't go. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I got you. Uh, I don't know if I have another fail. I also have another one from that game. Okay, wow, London is just <laughs> all up on. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was not a great day for, um, for London and the NFL. So Carlos Hyde ran sixty yards to the house, but fumbles at the one yard line. Mm. Is it Carlos Hyde that has just an absolute hog on him? No, it's not Carlos Hyde. That's Frank Gore. Frank Gore. (laughs) And he's had one since high school. Yeah. Like, you go back and look at his max prep pictures. Whew. Yeah. Scary. Mm -hmm. I just remember the first time I ever noticed it. It was a Super Bowl. I don't know. You You think he uses Manscaped? Definitely. (laughs) And I just remember, like, they showed a, like, I don't even think he was scoring a touchdown. I think he was just running the ball. And they, like, slow-moed it. And you were like, oh, my God. Um, like what size is this TV? Yeah. Um, God bless. <laughs> my next fail is uh, Vault Facebook. This 
Uh, lady did a drawing. <laughs> That's not even a, like you like anything you read on there is just a fail. just stop there. Um, someone put on Facebook, meet the starting lineup for Tennessee Volunteers, and it's Jawan Jennings like catching, running, throwing, kicking, like everything. But she spelled it Jawan J A U N E Jawan Jennings, and it doesn't stop there. Someone said Juan. Someone commented trying to correct her Juan, not J A U N E Juan, just Juan. Oh my gosh. I love just look up the roster. Like, I love all Facebook. And Google it. Like it's worth a Google. It's Juan, incredible. You know Juan. Let's start calling what, him. Juan. What about the ESPN or the SEC network guys calling him Juice Man? Again, those things don't just catch on by you being like, Your nickname's Juice Man. Or Jared Tano. Yeah, what was that about? Apparently they just got it wrong. Oh, I meant to when I, I wrote <laughs> they down like put his names together. Next to Todd Chandler's stats, I wrote down Tyler Chandler. Oh yeah, they did yeah. say Tyler Chandler. Yeah, that's so stupid. Like, yeah, like look at the roster. It's not hard. They probably have like a list in front of them. Dude, I heard they are terrible. Obviously, I didn't listen to them. But yeah, I I, I do want to. It's probably best. Yeah, I do want to go back and watch this game though. Like, and usually I don't. I usually turn the sound off when I rewatch the game. Most mm-hmm. it depends on if I'm watching on my computer. I usually turn the sound off. Yeah. I'm doing something else. But I think I'm gonna listen to it now just yep. to see. But. I have one more. So uh, Randy Moss. Um, got on a plane to go to Bristol, Connecticut. Um, he puts his, he said he puts his hat over his head. He wakes up and, uh, he's like, all right. The pilot's like, all right, you're in Bristol, Tennessee. <laughs> Did he hang out there or was he like, this isn't right? Yeah. So then he had to get a plane to Bristol, Connecticut. So it was a private plane. Yeah. And they took him to Bristol, Tennessee. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like if you're taking Randy Moss, where do you think you're going? Might be going to the race, man. <laughs> Maybe going, going to Bristol, Bristol, baby. He wanted to come to Tennessee. So, so did bad. he hang out? Like, did he end up hanging out? And in- I don't think so. He, he talked about it on on the show this morning. He's just like, I'm happy to be here. Cause- yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Does he have his own plane? Otherwise, I bet that was costly. I don't know. I'm sure it's like you. I would think it'd be an ESPN like those uh, kind I guess of planes. I could, yeah, that could be it. Wait, but that'd be even stupider. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how this man no, ends no, up in Bristol. I think ESPN did away with private flights. Have I told you that story? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it later. I'm sure they have like a they probably have like yeah they probably sponsored have yeah probably yeah company that does it right. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening. I know we've had the last two episodes. Been like, hey man, balls are winning. We're loving it. Yeah, balls are winning. Got the caps on. Talk all day. But we'll let you go. We're feeling good. But you can rewatch this on Twitter. You can really listen to it. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Just because we stop talking right now, you have to stop listening. Huh? And, and YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, if you want to see our beautiful faces, yeah. you need to watch it here on YouTube. Don't recommend it, but if you do, yeah. if you get if you feel the need, go ahead. Go ahead. We're not worried. Yep. Um, but yeah, check us out. Like I said, where there's podcasts, you'll find us. Bye fans. Four fans. Guys, Vols are winning. Let's go undefeated in November. Appreciate y'all listening. Go Vols, and we are smelling bowl eligibility. I'm not jinxing it. I'm just saying. Just saying. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.